your martial arts movie podcast. Ha-ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble! And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now... You know, baby. Fists of fail. We were saying this just now, that we could have talked about this when Invisible Man came out because uh, what is his name? The director. Uh, Lee Winnell. Lee Winnell, director of The Invisible Man, um, also uh, directed this film. Uh, this cyberpunk action body horror that says right here on the uh, on the page, um, yeah, like that would have been more appropriate, but uh, but it's okay, you know, better late than never, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. This although... is a this is a weird one to choose, but it it was one that I did want to show you guys because I think that while it is not at all a martial arts film, it does do something very, very different with the fight scenes, which is what I'm always looking for uh, in mm-hmm. terms of fight choreography. So I was like, all right, well, you know, this might be a short one because there's like, like what, three fights in this movie? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, right. it might be fun to talk about. Sure, sure. Mark, you're going to have a field day with this I one. Because uh, I think this is, this, is, <laughs> this is far more plot-driven than uh, our typical movie, right? Yeah. Uh, because, yes, there are fight scenes. There are fight scenes. But it's a lot about the story, you know. the the uh, The fight scenes are more like the padding, the little like icing on the cake, right, right. and that's the point of the point of why we're talking about it. But if you really want to delve into like the synopsis and everything, that's I feel like that's your 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 thing. There's a guy, he's living his life in the future. He's kind of useless. At least that's what his wife keeps reminding him, because he works on car <laughs> engines, and nobody uses old car engines anymore <laughs> funny um which is not true because like they're the only ones in the future who have a future car and everybody else has like normal old that's cars. true that's very true and and you know what i i i, I applaud them for building a real future looking mm. car and mm. not littering the the screen with just you know cgi mess of of future cars but it just kind of sucks that we only see the one ever. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> looks like a, that's where their budget. It went. looks like a future car from like 2004 Next Fest, where like here you can explore the future at this <laughs> convention. This is what it's gonna look like, and then they just added like extra look, shine. It flies. Yeah. <laughs> so and then it's. I think it was gold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, and then he has this, you know awesome kind of super um what is he i guess a ceo of a conglomerate or something or a company um who builds tech and he's basically probably autistic um and that's how they kind of present him as and he is somebody who has been ordering uh, a car uh, an old school car from him and so his wife just happens to be there at the same time and oh how convenient for plot um basically they get into a car crash and then they're both well the wife is killed he ends up in the hospital but at some point we thought he died um and then the autistic ceo is like hey i can help you you know why because i have tech and you know what 
you're like that <laughs> old car because you're broken and we're, you're, you're, you're useless. So, you know, I'm going to help you. So then he helps him and uh, now he can walk again or more than walk. He's, he's, he's special. Right. <laughs> right. That's man. Like I, I never, I, I kind of wish they went a little further with that uh, analogy you just made. Like I wish that he was putting new tech into old cars. Right. Mm. Right. Yeah. Like, and then it comes back that they put technology. Mm. Into it. I thought that would have been cool. They didn't do it like that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Well, what what did we say before when we were watching this film together? We said that this is almost feels like RoboCop. Yeah. Well, not, oh, yeah. not as smart as RoboCop. But. Right. Well, Ro- I mean, RoboCop's a very, very simple premise. I mean, uh, he mm-hmm. the director said, you know, he's his main in, a lot of his influences were RoboCop and Terminator, and he he wanted mm-hmm. to make right. something similar like that. So I was like, all right, yeah, you see RoboCop, and then a lot of people thought this reminded them of Venom. Which I agree as well. It kind of did remind me of Venom. One key point. Only one key reason it kept on reminding people of Venom. It's because everything had a certain saturation to it, cinematographically speaking. And then uh, because you also got the bootleg Tom Hardy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Logan, yeah. Logan Marshall Green, who, man, he just, he looks like Tom Hardy. Like, you can't, you can't escape it. <laughs> Well, dude, there's many of reasons why you would compare this to Venom, right? Because well, throughout the whole movie, Logan Marshall Green is talking to himself, oh, yeah, almost like he's talking to the symbiote. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, also the you, you can't, not that you fall in love with the, the 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 robot that's in his head, but you know, it, it kind of wisecracks sometimes, and you know, it, you get a little comic relief out of that, and. You, like the performance that uh, Logan Marshall Green does is very similar to how to Tom Hardy does. Um, plus, like anytime, yeah, like Tom Marshall Green is like looking even slightly off, you know, uh, with a weird angle, he kind of he looks exactly like Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah, he's got that scruff. He's got those similar facial features. It's yeah. It, unfortunately for the actor, I'm I'm sure he gets it a lot that he looked like right. Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm just gonna pick at the for fact sure. that um, the robot, as you said, will the chip that they installed on his uh, spine um, looks like a 1980s microchip. It's too goddamn big. It does. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, what were you thinking? Just like everything about it does not scream future. Just no. Fucking. <laughs> 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 so the whole movie feels like um, like this. Almost feels like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's but yeah, that's why I would could, describe it. You, you could boil it down to something like that. Yeah. You know, if you if you cut out all the fight scenes, all the action, and just made it a, a drama of, about a man who's there to avenge his wife's death uh, and uncovering the the truth uh, the, that you know this uh, this major conglomerate or well, it's not even the conglomerate. It, it's just some sort of tech company is responsible for all these for everything that's happening. Oops! Spoiler alert! Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, I well, it, uh, well, not really, but the ending is a lot. I don't want to say dumber. It's just like uh, those. It, it was too obvious. We didn't really need to go there. Right. I I don't actually care to spoil the movie. I think I personally think the twist is fine enough as is. Um, and that's weird. Okay, maybe, uh, it, it's hard to justify it without actually giving away exact point de- uh, plot details. What I say happens in the last two minutes of the film is. Kind of like, well, it's, it's dark. <laughs> it's very dark. It's, uh, you know, I, it's, I, uh, 
Well, I think what I think the comparison you're making to Black Mirror is where it fe- it definitely feels like Black Mirror. The the very very you know the fate of the main character mm-hmm. and what happens to him. Yeah, yeah, I I appreciated that. It was kind of it's fucked up, but I mean it, it, it again it does kind of mirror oh, Black Mirror. Oh good. Ha, ha, ha. Go home. That's that's the quality of my oh, jokes wait, now. That's the I am home. We're all that's home. That's the only place you can be. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is true. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> sorry, just all that depression uh, yeah. came rolling in. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, so we're talking about this uh, this sci-fi movie um, because of the way that some of the action scenes are pieced together, and they are unique. However, this is a huge outlier for our format or for our show because I would never have even considered watching this movie for for this for our program. Um, but I guess it's it, we could just talk about it really quickly about you know what what makes these fight scenes so unique. Um, Daryl. Yeah. So um, one of the reasons why I like the fights a lot is because uh, it does tie into the plot of the movie. Basically, it's a man who is uh, was it paraplegic? No, not paraplegic. Uh, what's it called when you're disabled Par- from the neck down? Invalid. Oh, invalid. Yeah. So he's yeah. an invalid because he's paralyzed <laughs> from the neck enough. down. Yeah, and the the chip they install in him gives him the ability you know to move his limbs again but what we find out is the chip could also take control and make him do like superhuman kind of thing not not really superhuman but like kind of like extraordinary uh just better than human type things and that's where what was that so venom (laughs) (laughs) it really does feel like venom right right well uh you know they're it's not making the goo come out of his body and like engulf (laughs) engulf him thank god right right. yeah so that's why i kind of thought these were interesting because the way that the fights are shot and is what they did is they put an iphone on um logan marshall green's body which then uh was linked to uh the camera so that uh the camera would be tracking the motion of his body so um it, it's a little hard to describe but when you watch the fights you can see that his body is like always in the center and like the things around him are moving it, it uh it's called tracking i believe and mm-hmm. it makes it makes the look of the film look very computer uh and very programmatic like like a gy- gyroscopic know, effect kind of thing going on okay yeah that that's the yeah. way of putting mm-hmm. it yeah. And it, it, it's interesting because, it, it yeah, like I mentioned earlier, it works with the plot. He's being controlled by a computer, and the fights we're watching look very, yeah. Uh, robotic? <laughs> yeah, robotic. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. I, I get it. There, there's a lot of movements that the... Well, well like, there, there's there's two little things to know about, like, the way that this character fights, right? Um, the main character. Uh, one he uh he can telegraph every opponent's moves before you know they throw them you know so that's why he can dodge everything and meanwhile the actor himself like looking at his facial expressions you can tell that he's like he's like he's shocked he can do all these things and he's not right. he's actually not in control of anything that's happening um and that's then probably what that's probably one of my favorite things about the fights is mm-hmm. the the actor's ability to throw these like kind of short and very um very quick movements but the look of horror yeah. on his face because he's like, what is my body doing? 
Right, right. Do you think that th- was it all practical? Because uh, this is a Blumhouse film. I don't know if they had the budget to, uh, you know, CGI him. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, well, hit, they, like you're good, good. I, I believe he was chosen, uh, also chosen because he could physically, he physically put in the work to, you know, to get the, the motions down. Right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, okay. Well, that, that's, it's convincing enough because well sometimes when you just see his face on screen and he's doing a lot of the action i was very surprised but he is as capable as he is um mm-hmm. because like some of the the stunt work some of the choreography there it's not simple if you're not a trained uh martial artist uh, in any ways you know it, it's it can be uh you know very complicated yeah. for someone who's just um you know i thought you were gonna say it's because he's handicapped <laughs> reality blurring with <laughs> with fantasy right well it, it it's it's cool because it's it's double duty because it's sure if this was a normal fight they would have had mm-hmm. to get uh just a normal martial artist and do the choreography right. but because of the story they needed to get somebody who could do the choreography but also then act like right. he's he's surprised that he's doing the choreography at the same time right. So I think, you know, like the, unfortunately the fights are very, very short, but I, I do yep. got to give it to the actor for just selling the, the comedy aspect of it. <laughs> like, I love when he's smashing the plates over the guy's head in the kitchen and he's, his, his body's moving so stiff and Terminator like, right. but uh-huh. his face is just saying like, Oh my God, what are you doing with this guy? <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's, that's part of the first fight scene, right? Uh, and yes. and uh, my, the most memorable moment of that was the way that he literally well, I, well maybe I shouldn't say it well the way that he ends the the you know the well, fight you, I think you could you could say it because All I right. think the image is more shocking than us saying <laughs> it <laughs> sure sure whoever the character is doesn't matter he uh freaking uh rips a man's head in half using uh using a knife yeah. which i didn't know you could do that that, that way yeah kitchen um, knife <laughs> the yeah sure smile, um, so to speak hey yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah uh, props to this movie because any uh any usage of practical effects in this day and age gets points for me and this was all done practically right so you can yep. you can see yep. it you know very you know very clearly uh, uh, while we were watching this together telecommuting with one another um and we had this movie playing I remember we were watching this mo- this particular fight scene. I was like, "Hey Zero, what is this movie rated MPA wise? Is it uh PG thirteen? And then as soon as his head gets ripped, <laughs> ripped in half, I'm like, "Oh no, this is hard R." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh okay, thank you." Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't have figured that it's out. It's pretty brutal. I think us even saying his head kind of gets ripped in half, like it doesn't do it justice. They, it's such, it's a quick cut. You see it for a brief moment, but you know he got split right. Like right down the mouth line. It's <laughs> a nice way of right. putting it. Um, <laughs> oh man. Um, well, it, it's funny because I, if this movie did star an actual martial arts, uh, uh, martial arts uh, actor or performer, I, this could have been. I, I think they could have taken the the action to another level. But you're, you're right. Like, uh, but it, it does not to take away anything from. Uh, Logan Marshall Green because he's still very convincing in the role. He, he does a good job, except uh, there are scenes where I think his acting is a little cringeworthy. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, it's the intimate. I, I mean, it's the intimate moments. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not the action scenes uh, for the the scenes where he needs to spout out monologues or he's interacting with certain characters and he's screaming, uh, he's shouting profanities, and you know, like trying to emote. It doesn't really sell me sometimes. Yeah. Um, it's actually kind of you know, it's it's, it's like a scratch you know, nails on a chalkboard sometimes. Like, Ugh. Yeah, just just move on, just move on. Don't you know? It, this is not for me. But uh, anyways, uh, action wise, <laughs> yeah. let, let's 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 talk about the other two fight scenes. Uh, what happens next before the actual last last one? Because the last last one is more memorable to me. Is this? Are we already you mean, at the end? Where you he's... mean in terms of plot? Yeah, in terms of plot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we don't really need to go into the plot. Basically, no, 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 the no, no, story. Yeah, sure. Yeah. sure. Basically, the story is he wants to get revenge on who killed his wife, and now this AI is helping him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, that's it. Basically, he goes from one person to the next to may have information, and then the next fight, which is extremely, extremely short, uh, is him in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Remember right, the, right. The, the pink bathroom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, there's not too much to note in this one. There is some more fun camera tracking stuff where the, the camera's tilting along with him uh but uh, i don't think we can really dissect it that much one thing i do want to say though about the first fight which i never picked up on um until i read it was that um so the ai can only control everything from the spine down for him Mm -hmm. and so what happens is while he's dodging um these punches what he does at one point is he takes his head and he tilts it to the side and somebody wrote the reason he does that is because um, the computer can't control his neck. Like, mm-hmm. so he had to manually tilt his head to the side to dodge a punch. And it's such a weird detail that I would have never picked up on and I think is kind of irrelevant. But when I watch it now, I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of neat. They never explained it, which was kind of a shame, but uh, I wish they did more stuff like that. Right. Okay. Well, I, yeah, I've never, uh, never picked up on that. You know, I, I guess this movie has more, more layers than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, the, the one fight where he has with the, um, the mini, well, the, the mini boss. You know, the, the, the second in command, right? The, the man who's also jacked up and has all these cybernetics in his system. Uh, mm-hmm. the one who looks like a uh, Hitler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. He's like a. He's def- they, I feel like they're definitely trying to make him look like a neat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that guy, I don't, he wasn't intimidating at all. <laughs> he looked like he was, um, like, he came out of, like, Napoleon Dynamite. Red to hipster. Like, the way he was dressed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, hipster. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll give it that he had that face you wanted to punch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. He, he had this shit-eating grin on. He had this cockiness about him that you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I really want him to kill this guy. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> the actor's like, do I just always look like that? <laughs> so this fight, uh, well, there is a fight before this, kind of, where um, the main character takes down a guy on the rooftop. And and, and that's the thing with uh, these fights. It, all these fights are not long, like, drawn out at all. They're very quick. You know, like the main character disposes of everyone really easily and quickly because he's a robot, essentially, right? He, he, not a robot, you know, but like like a cyborg, you know, that this thing's controlling him and everything. So like you can always telegraph what the opponent's about to do, except for this fight uh, where he takes on the the main villain, uh, well, one of the big hot shows who is also cybernetically enhanced, and and I don't really get it why 
the main character was losing <laughs> uh initially yeah they it, they didn't really make this so clear until mm-hmm. i added you know a, kind of a voiceover line or like an internal dialogue line where he says oh he's predicting my moves i can't land a hit on it right right but does that mean that the villain was also like also had a stem in him or no, had better he had of different stem? tech in him but it was basically the equivalent of stem in a way it was just different co- so they they remember when they were talking about the different tech that was in his body and they found a tag mm-hmm. that said cobalt on it which was his wife's company yes. and all of this so basically yep. they were producing super soldiers and um stem was uh, oh right right and then the stem is like the other super soldier but here's a competing company trying to figure it out you know what i mean right right yeah I, I, oh I and think... one and one thing oh sorry good no well i was just gonna say it, it kind of minimizes the effect of the ending right when you find out that who was pulling the strings the whole time right uh well it well doesn't it make it seem like the villain isn't as powerful as you know this scene is leading up to like because you know, there's something that's even more powerful than the villain, and at the end, he was pulling the strings. But then, doesn't that mean the other? Okay, I don't, I don't know how to explain this anymore. If you don't, if you don't talk about the, not, the spoilers, not necessarily because like um, the character, even if there's kind of a disassociation, because you have a character who is a quadriplegic, and then you have Stem who is supposed to be controlling him. So like right, right mm-hmm. off the bat, like this person is compromised, regardless of the fact like he has enhancements via the chip um so and for the people who are listening and we're saying stem stem is the name of the actual chip um so they yes. do stem re- see research in this movie oh my god i made that yeah i, I totally made a terrible joke oh you have to science technology engineering and math um but anyway so <laughs> don't listen to my boring self um so basically like you have stem compensating for everything that this human being can't do now so you're kind of compromised already but and then it kind of shows that stem is actually stronger as it learns more and does more and it kind of evolves slowly whereas you have a super soldier who maybe had like i don't know ptsd or lost an arm or something so they like gave it back to him but he wasn't like as compromised as uh the main character or the protagonist Mm -hmm. and then um you know they're suited up like all throughout like through and through i mean they have a goddamn gun in their hand in their arm like and that is a funny tangent we can go on because that is the most ridiculous concept (laughs) oh man i loved i loved the fact that they had guns built into their arms <laughs> and yeah. the reloading mechanism is in the bicep yeah. so you see you, you see the guy reloading bullets into his bicep <laughs> oh yeah yeah it, uh, that is not cool in any ways it, it looks better oh, in I anime and who i loved it i wish i wish the guy like reloaded by flexing <laughs> <laughs> and who was the uh, yeah who, who was it that made the joke uh, the welcome to the gun show who was that <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, yeah that yeah but somebody should have yeah, yeah. said like yeah somebody should have said something about the gunship fortunately they didn't, they didn't. you know when henry cavill did like reloaded his arms i thought that was like ridiculous too but now like, watching this guy do it, <laughs> watching this like wow he's yeah. literally reloading his arm mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man but um, uh yeah i i wish that it was just clear the power level of this guy he's fighting because the yeah. only thing they really establish is that he's got killer breath 
right. Yeah, like it, it never comes back ever again. It, uh, it, no, no, it does. Um, when they're fighting, when they're fighting, he, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the bad guy throws him on the table, and they're face to face. And then the bad guy starts to open his mouth. Mm-hmm. And then Stem says, like, oh, like, you got to do something about this, uh, referring to his, you know, right. poison breath. And so he headbutts yeah. it. Right. It, it, right. it was such a, I would have never noticed it. The, right. It was time, quick. But after rewatching it. Was it was quick, yeah. Wait, yeah, wait, if, it, he, if he's just a, an enhanced soldier versus a robot, he's still human, right? So like, his movements are still based off of, like, what humans can do. So my only assumption is that the only way that he can predict a robot is if he also has a robot in him. Fair and... Then not, then, fair, not, not fair, this makes any fair, sense. But, yeah, yeah. but he has those, like, microfiber um, wires all throughout like his nanotech. muscles. Yeah, well, he has uh-huh. nanotech, he has... Like we'll just call it FiOS fiber optics in his body <laughs> uh, throughout 5G, his muscles and stuff like that. Spreading that coronavirus. Yeah, so I mean, he's trained as a soldier. He's fighting as a soldier, but he's using all the things that are available to mm-hmm. him to kind of make himself more stronger. Um, whereas right. then literally just right. thinks completely differently, and kind of comes out on top because of that, because right. it's a different yeah. idea entirely. Yeah, yeah. he's. He, he literally is fighting a cyborg because the other guy has, you know, metal in him. So that's probably why. I mean, they don't tell us this, but that's probably why the guy is more powerful because he literally has the ro- robotic health mm-hmm. inside. Right. Him. Yeah. Right. 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 So uh, watching this fight scene again, I, I, I wonder what the fight. Well, I mean, it, I wonder if the fight scenes would have been any like as uh, as effective or as as good as it, it currently is if it didn't have that gyroscopic effect and I, my answer is probably no i would i would agree <laughs> with that yeah. yeah yeah this so the the interesting thing about this fight and i guess why it kind of works for the movie uh, for me is that um i'm trying to think like okay what's a how would a robot fight mm-hmm. and all the mo- none of the moves are flashy in this in this um in this fight or mostly in the movie like it's like what is the shortest amount of distance i could do or the least amount of effort i can do in order to block or to hit Mm -hmm. so it's interesting he does these blocks where he where he has his elbows up a lot Mm -hmm. and it and it's just like him minimizing his movements in order to protect his head right and um one of the things i liked about this fight too is if you watch it again you'll notice that logan marshall green his reaction is like a is like a second behind his arms so it's like he's he's trying to watch his body fight (laughs) it's it's really cool like it sounds kind of dumb but if you watch it again like he's he's like he's not in control right Mm -hmm. so he's seeing his arms move but he can't keep up with it so you can see his head like constantly looking left and right as he's blocking but he's a step behind because he's not anticipating the block. Oh, that also, we can describe that about him when it comes to the plot, too. And I don't want to talk too much about the plot, but I keep fucking <laughs> talking about it. Like, he solves none of the none of the crimes in this movie. Like, every mystery is solved by the robot. Like, he might as oh, well yeah. not be in the movie. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, well, what does that mean? Well, that means that the the... The villain uh, escaped through the window. Oh, oh, really? He did? Yeah. yeah. Why, why don't we go that way? Like, honestly, uh, that the whole film. It, it, I, I don't understand how um, how the robot didn't just override his system 
earlier. Like they needed that hacker. Uh, yeah, well, that was that was the you know the blocker for that. They needed to hack him, and then he could have technically taken over after that. But it doesn't make sense when you get to the end of the movie. And again, no spoilers. It just doesn't make sense. What? Because like, <laughs> I, sure, I, sure. I, I, I don't know. Like I did. I wasn't really thinking too that deep into all that stuff. Because when when you're told what happens. Uh, like or why ever all the all the events in the the movie even happened to begin with it, it seems like like there's a lot of like plot holes in the movie like just doesn't add things don't add up but whatever we have gyroscopic fights yeah. so it kind of makes yeah. up for it yeah i kind of <laughs> wish there was more of that honestly but yeah whatever. that 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 was the that was the one disappointing thing for me about the fights is that they're so short like mm-hmm. i really wanted more I, I would like Lee Winnell to just take this, what he did with the fights here and just do something else with it uh, and make it longer. Mm-hmm, um, oh, there's a there's a really funny, fun thing he does um, before this this last fight is, um, I don't know if you remember, um, so he's paralyzed again as usual and he's on the <laughs> ground and the two guys, um, the two guys confront him after um, the hacker, you know, disables whatever the security measures. Yep. And he gets up and he starts back flipping away. Oh, but, yeah. Back handsprings. But, yeah, yeah. yeah, they do. He starts doing back handsprings away. But what they did with the camera is they put the camera on, um, I don't know, like a, like a something. So basically, as the camera's panning, the camera's also rotating yeah. mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. he's back flipping. So we're kind of like back flipping along with him. It's so <laughs> disorienting to watch, but it is kind of cool. Uh, you know what's more disorienting than that? Actually doing back handsprings. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you that right now. Hey, uh, Mark, you might be interested in this. Sure. Uh, it says right here that the movement of STEM was based off of the Zenyatta character from Overwatch. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, appreciate that, Eric. Cool. So onward we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess someone's done playing Overwatch then. What? God. I mean, I haven't had. Have... Like, oh, I'm on, I'm on to a, a a Fortnite. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> God, man. How basic are you? They just always go to league, man. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but we should play some video games anyway. <laughs> no, no, we're good. That, we're that, good. Uh, it, that, like that, legitimately, or is that just like a bullshit fact? <laughs> no, it's a pa- well, it's from the New York Post, and the New York Post never lies. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so that's uh, that's upgrade. That's weird that we're just ending it that way because we still technically have another like ten minutes in the movie, ten to fifteen minutes inside the movie. Oh, uh, right. But right. well, but that's uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, because it's not a martial arts it, movie. It has martial yeah, arts yeah. things in it. It's a very, very straightforward movie. There's not much to it. Uh, and yeah, the fights are not long. I just, yeah, I thought it would be fun to watch it and talk about it. Nice. Hmm? It's cool. It's uh, Shortest I like the cin- ever. cinematography. Actually, uh, the score's a little bit interesting. <laughs> um, it's, <laughs> it's not like amazing or anything. It's no uh, Interstellar. It's no, you know, or Avatar. Um, freaking, I don't know. Han, Han avatar Hans Zimmer. which avatar um and uh, the, the blue one the blue one <laughs> the blue one okay all right <laughs> uh, what do you mean you, you don't like that other one that's actually my favorite movie that... I, i've seen the smurfs movie and it's, you know, i know no i'm talking about the last airbender <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah 
Ugh. So good. Don't you just love that tattoo? Shamalama. That costume work? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. But, um, God, I, I lost my train of thought after that comment. <laughs> the score. The it score, just kind of yeah. blanked me out. It's very Hans Zimmerish. <laughs> it reminds you of M. Night Shyamalan, yes. <laughs> Shyamalama Lama. Um, so, yeah, no, it was actually pretty good. It was like a basic score that uh, kind of got you into that sci-fi mood and uh, had some really good tempo uh, going through for the fight scenes. Um, there was some good kind of uh, correlation between the fights and the escalation of the fights and the music, which was really, really nice. Um, but nothing amazing, but it still added to the whole effect. That with the camera work and uh, kind of not necessarily plot, but maybe um, like the theme like the future theme that they had going on was it kind of all came well together and i liked it right 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 right. okay so recommend is that a recommend oh uh yeah it's a recommend for just like if you're a sci-fi kind of person and you just like watching um like a decent sci-fi movie yes um if you're here for the martial arts perspective uh just watch the fights um and then appreciate the camera work um and as just a general viewer like it's a pretty okay film and i kill the time like yeah so recommend all right uh my turn yeah Uh, yeah everything mark said all right zero (laughs) so what do you uh what do you think yeah actually every everything mark said (laughs) as well uh i i'm a i'm a fan of lee winnell stuff he he takes you know, very, very low budgets and is able to make, you know, pretty decent movies. Like, uh, this is only $3 million. I think he did an amazing job with what came out of it. Um, so yeah, uh, it's a, it's a great, like, you know, afternoon movie watch. Um, as I, uh, echoed earlier, unfortunately, like the fights are extremely, extremely short. You can watch them all online, but I think they I, I wish <laughs> they, yeah, I wish they took something with that and then they did something else because, uh, I think, it's it's just very unique looking and it's different and i would like to see more of that mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right yeah uh, that's upgrade uh now let me upgrade to a beer later <laughs> that's as good as a ending <laughs> of a all right now there you go hey i'm ashamed of myself <laughs>